Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual, spiritual Successor, Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. And I'm your uh, other host, host, Blake Rea. <laughs> Holy shit, you can tell we've been doing that for a while now. We've huh? been doing it for a little bit the, because we were able to just predict. You know what's weird? I think you and I harmonized. I don't know if it's because I can hear your voice in my ears. It's probably but, a little bit of that, yeah. Holy shit. Hey, everybody, and welcome. We are a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely submissions from Reddit and Twitter and email and YouTube. Fuck you, AJ. That's not official channels. Oh, shit. I totally said I was... I, fuck, fuck, fuck. I you said and I, I wa- just said that we weren't going <laughs> to cuss as much during this recording, and you've just dropped three F-bombs. <laughs> we almost lost an ad spot because they're like, hey, we we respect your content, but you guys cuss a little bit too much for, for our taste, so we don't want to do a recommendation. Yeah, and so we were but like, oh, man. they ended up doing it because we were really grateful. <laughs> we almost lost a business transaction. Transaction. That's a big word for it's Mr. AJ. It's a very AJ. big word. Thank you. I've been practicing that one. We almost lost the ability to pay them money because we cussed too much. We had green dollars and they said, yucky, you have bad words and we don't like that. Yeah, That's how bad we talk on this show. Okay, we're going to try and be a little bit better no about it. No more curses for the whole episode. We can. That's uh, improbable. Don't. Boop! In cuss! <laughs> Did you just make... You realize you could have just censored yourself in post, right? No, I could have, You just had to do your own beep. <laughs> here's the thing about podcasting. Hey, AJ, AJ, really quickly. You need really to make quick. sure that you're editing yourself while you're on air. I have a that test for you. you save time in the editing. I time. have a test for you, so I want to I wanna, I wanna practice something, because I, I am a sailor. I cuss quite a bit. Is I the want practice to practice going to be you, you cussing and me having to beeping. censor yeah. it? So you and I have a good rhythm of each other now. We just did that intro uh-huh. completely okay. together. So I'm going to cuss somewhere in this sentence and you got to you gotta censor All right, me. Okay? You know what? I'll tell you what. You go ahead and give me a practice run. You go ahead and show me how good you are at words and I'm going to censor it and show how, how cool at, I am. How good I am at words? Yeah, go ahead and show off all your cool sailor words. Hi, I'm AJ and I am a Asshole. No, wait, why did you censor me? That was the whole exercise. Oh, I thought you wanted me to censor in post. No, you're supposed to censor me here. That's the fun. That's the game of it. All right, do you it. You fucko. You see, Boop. you missed it again. You can't. Oh, <laughs> it's so difficult. Here, I'll give you an easy one. I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Hello. <laughs> no, I like this. This is good. <laughs> you keep going. Hey AJ, holy! Sh- oh my God, you're sens- you're totally holy, holy fuck! You're not even censoring the fuck! Holy shit, 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 shit! <laughs> wow, Blake, you're cussing a lot now. I was in a, I was really concerned about some of those words that you were about to use, and wow, those are just not kosher, man. That's not good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to censor the whole. Ep- I might have to delete this evidence. You've done a lot of big swears then. <laughs> All right, we, we we yes, we're a video game design cup podcast that sometimes cusses not a whole lot. We're pretty good about it. No, almost t- too much. Yeah, we're almost too we much. We did get to give that person money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our patrons for that, by the way. Uh, you guys are helping us do some ads on other podcasts, and we're very grateful. AJ, give me a submission. Uh, okay. Or do you want me to give you a submission? How about you give? How about you start it off? You seem really jazzed about it. Yes, I you're excited to get the episode rolling. All right, this one comes to us on Reddit from Grace Zephyr eighty seven. Dance, dance, evolution. Adapt your meat to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
you obviously I think you're trying to evolve yourself into the best dancing machine ever made, right? Yes, the perfect so, dancing machine. So is this kind of like there's this one game, I think it's called Evolution Battle, where you can combine various species of things to make your own monster that you then have to battle in an arena. Okay, so that this, sounds kick ass. So could it be a thing where it's like you're it's an arcade game where you actually have like an a game you play on your phone that you can like create your own evolved dancing machine okay, that you stop can, because that you the... can enter a code into the dance machine thing. Okay, that's its own incredibly wonderful pitch. A phone game that connects to an arcade cabinet. Yes, and this is the game that will do it. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna. I was gonna. Oh man, I was. I would, you no. almost did a cuss, didn't I, you? No, I was gonna say something worse. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I wanted to say adapt your meat to the beat. But I was gonna say something raunchier, and I don't want to say it. What so. could possibly be raunchy about adapt your meat to the beat? I was gonna say beat your meat to the beat. Disgusting. <laughs> no, it just rolls off the tongue like that because it rhymes. How? I know. Vulgar. <laughs> Get off oh, your- this lowbrow comedy! I cannot stand. Get it. off your high horse, you cuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is about your meat. Not that meat. Adapt your meat. Like your genetic meat. Your genetic meat. Okay, wait, but a phone game that connects to your... Yeah, so like you can get any species that you can find or whatever, Pokemon. Yeah. Is this a Pokemon game where you're breeding and combining Pokemon? Actually, no, because you're dancing. So it has to be like you are a human. So like you give... You don't have to be a human. Here's the thing. Uh So my sister plays... you start out as human and then you can evolve into other things. My sister plays... Uh, this mobile game that's kind of like Pokemon Go, but it's the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World version where mm-hmm, you get mm-hmm. all these dinosaurs. Yeah. And then you could combine them. Okay. Take your Jurassic World video game and you plug it into the cabinet game and then the dinosaurs dance. Uh-huh. So you need to create the greatest dancing dinosaur. I think it. I think just putting it to one type of animal is very limiting. I think you can have dinosaurs as an aspect of it. And you know what would be really cool? Like just as a side thing, this is like we'll 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 talk about the evolving mechanics. Okay. You play for pinks on this. Oh, like if you lose your dinosaur in you the lose, game, you lose the dinosaur from your phone. Yes, and it becomes part of their arsenal of DNA that they can then combine with their current thing. Okay. to okay. make an even better thing, or they can be like the Pokemon Go thing where you just you can turn it into XP or candy or something. Okay, so what sort of animals look good when they dance? Uh, I want to say birds. Birds, yes, birds look are all good about to dance dancing. because that's their whole thing, right? Like yeah. birds have to dance so that they can get a mate. So we combine a peacock with a shark because sharks are really good at wiggling about. They're really good at doing the one dance, the worm. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to. So basically, you take your thing, and maybe depending on their evolutions, it actually gives you buffs during the game of Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. So like you, st- it's still a dancing game. So you need to have the dexterity like, skill as well as a well-built dancing. If animal. you have a good dancing animal, four legs, mm-hmm. uh, it's got a shark eight body, eight, eight legs, legs because it's got to have more feet to dance. You're right. You know it's I mean? got sp- eight spider legs to dance with. Mm-hmm. It's got a shark body because so it can do the worm, <laughs> and then it has a big peacock tail. And the peacock tail buff is that it's going to slow down the dance of your opponent. I was thinking it covers their screen. Because you, it opens That's up like the fan, good. and then you just see it dancing. 
Oh, you know what'd be really cool too? What? Like, what if you can build a animal that will dance for you? So you can be like, you can just like be like Lord Genome where you have your arms crossed just standing on the dance floor, but not having to dance well, at wait, all. Does the player dance at all when they play the game? Yes. How would a human being replicate having eight legs to dance with? Uh, you got to grow eight legs, bro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you could do a thing where it just the game gets harder. So like depending on how many legs you have, you score more points, but the playing the game means you need to be pressing more things at once. So does this play game like when it's in arcade or phone mode, it plays like the Hatsune Miku tapping game I where think, you just have to I tap think, the right I things? I think when it's just on a game and when it's on your phone, it's just like going around collecting animals by exploring. So yeah. po- the all of Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. But you can also, like, maybe there, there's, like, a limited starting amount of, number, like, things. Like, maybe you could do a thing, like, fuck it, this is, this is a game that is from the future. You could take pictures of things, and then you can combine your pictures with, with your current animal to make them better. I want to make my awesome uh, 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 robot lion uh, cucumber boy... Mm-hmm. Into combine with a Santa Claus stand-in during Christmas time. I'm gonna go take a picture of secret of Santa at the mall, and now he's part of my dancing thing. And then he gets Santa abilities like gift giving, where he'll like he'll randomly spawn a gift <laughs> middle of the match. So the game has to give, create randomly generated buffs. Basically, yeah. Okay, I'm there's into- a lot to process here. <laughs> I have another this is a video. game about ev- evolving and dancing. It's going to be complicated. That's bro. true. It would constantly be adding in more features. Mm-hmm. I have another video game idea for you. Tell me about it. So this one I kind of have two submissions for, and I want you to kind of pick two which one you submissions? think. Well, here's the thing. Two submissions? It's one submission. How? Dare you? It's yeah, actually, I'm totally fine. It's with that, one please. submission, but I read it horribly, so that it became two <laughs> submissions. I've done that so many times. <laughs> so this comes from Claire et al. at Search Query. Now the actual submission was Romance of the Three Findoms. <laughs> what I read was Romance of the Three Fandoms. Okay, you know what's so funny? What? Before before we go into your lovely thing, I need to do a side note to that. Okay. When I read it, I was like, oh, that's one of the submissions I picked too. Okay. And I picked it so I can put you and I on. I can put you on blast for reading Prison School because I recommended it to you. I did read Prison School because you <laughs> recommended it to me. <laughs> Romance of the Three Kingdoms is a big thing in Prison School. Also, don't read Prison School. Don't it's read why. Prison School. It's, it's a, horrid. There's I've, really good I regret story beats going in through it. that. But like, also, Hannah's perfect. She's wonderful best girl who... If you keep singing any <laughs> praises about prison school, you and I are going to criminal canceled. jail for criminal get, crimes. Going to get canceled, yeah. Because, wow, I can't believe I read that series. <laughs> you, you're a good friend. You read it for me. but AJ, Why what, did we do this what was to the, ourselves? What was the last time I got into something for you? I'm not a very good friend. Actually, I got into Monster you Hunter. You got into Monster Hunter for I me. played it all of twice. So, <laughs> here's what I want to talk about about Romance of the Three Findoms or Fandoms. Okay. You know what a Findom is. Maybe it's pronounced it's a scale, findom. It's a, sca- it's a scaly who's a dom, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold it's not no, it's not scaly, it's fishy. Nope. Incorrect also. A fine dom No, is, no, no, wait. I need to, I need to short pick, for are, are fish part of the scaly group? I'm gonna say fish are part of the 
Scalies. Okay. Uh, the alternative would be Gillies. Thank you for clarifying that. I needed to know next time I go to Google. Thank you. You're, I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> so a fine dom, again, I don't know how it's pronounced, is like a financial dominatrix. They're the person that says like, like, let's say that you're a rich man. The only way that you can get off is by having women tell you how much money you're allowed to spend. Okay, so I want... So you're I super w- rich and there's an innate sexuality in being poor, I guess? I'm not certain about how fine doms work. And, it, and at this, this point, I'm a little afraid to ask. And I don't know how much I should make fun of it on a podcast. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you don't have to make fun of it. We could just think. We could just talk about like what we think it means. I, I think, think you, it's people think that are super rich that think that there's an innate horniness in being poor, and so they get hot women or hot men to find them, tell them how much money they're allowed to have, and be mean to them. So basically, say okay, say say you and I are the, the fin dom and the fin bottom or whatever it is. I want to be the fin bottom. Oh, I'm so <laughs> rich. Oh, I have mo- oh so much money, 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 money. So you're not allowed to spend fifty dollars on that steak. Oh, yeah. What else can I not spend money on? All right, this joke's over. I'm (laughs) I'm very uncomfortable. What else can I not spend money on, Blake? Can I get a soda with my dinner? Ooh, can I get a soda with my dinner? No. Yes! Oh, yes, 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 yes! I'm drinking water. (laughs) So the other alternative was... This is so weird. I'm would you prefer to go into the the romance of the three fandoms? Which, okay. is, of course, would be a Super Who Lock video game. A what? Super Who Lock? I've never heard of Who. Who is Who Lock? Blake, come with me to the, to the past. Cool. The old I'll... days of Tumblr.com. Okay. There was a time before Tumblr.com was abandoned now. Mm-hmm. It's not before, abandoned. There's still good shit there. Before it was the horny... Sacred place of the internet. Uh huh. There was a time when Tumblr was owned by, I think this might have even been before Homestuck. Oh, shit. This was a time when Tumblr was ro- ruled by three kingdoms the Supernatural Kingdom, the Doctor Who Kingdom, and the Sherlock Kingdom. Really? And at this time. That, those, those last two make total sense. I've never heard of the first one. Supernatural? Oh, Supernatural. Sorry, I thought you said. I don't know what you said, but <laughs> okay. So it's just like a bunch of people um, being fans of like those three shows. Okay. Was, and so that that's why like there's a lot of every now and again, you'll see a post recirculate on Tumblr about Super Who Lock, which is like kind of what like the term is for when those three things were huge or uh-huh. the people that were into those three things or when those three things competed over what was greatest. So, okay. So the gamifying of this is that these three kingdoms are now fighting over Tumblr. Yes. And this this the darkness approaches and the darkness is just a bunch of fan fiction and the, just like really not really raunchy stuff. They need to either work together to defeat this evil or they will take over uh, for their own they'll take over Tumblr basically. Have you seen those games that are like you're the pitch of it is that you're like digging through somebody's phone? Yeah, no, I've I've played a couple of those. Those are actually really interesting. I'm imagining that the romance of the three fandoms would be a game sort of like that, where like you have somebody's cell phone and you're investigating their life as they've gone through these three huge uh, fandoms. Hey, like, AJ, really if quickly, if you open up different social medias, you'll be able to dig through their messages and like 
randomly generated AJ, let's just use a real life example. Our buddies are into Mudazushi. Um, are you willing to go through their phone and see all of the things they've interacted with? Yes. Bro, that's dangerous. But this is all fictional. This, this is a fakey fake game. I'm not going to invade my friend's privacy. I want to invi- but what, invade I'm just using, a fake person's privacy. If a normal-ass person you know has weird shit on it, do you think the average Joe person on the internet is going to have totally wholesome regular stuff? I think that's the joy of it. It's like, you're this... going to find green penis fan fiction? Is that really? <laughs> AJ, this game scares me on like a legit level. Yes, no. it's a horror video game. Romance of the Three Fandoms is a horror video game where you get somebody, you are mysteriously given somebody's phone, and they've gone missing, and you are investing investigating the three fandoms that they were a part of supernatural doctor who and sherlock and then you just walk away with a real ass scar of seeing bad things <laughs> you want to you want to hurt our audience you want to you want to destroy their minds because i'm all in on that i think that we'd be a little bit safe because i don't think that and this is going to come from aj hart who probably wasn't on tumblr at the time of the super who luck phase mm-hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and make a bold accusation that i don't think that fan fiction was weird until homestuck existed that's a, probably a very inaccurate sentence, yeah, but it's a funny sentence always... to say out loud. <laughs> I don't know. I've always felt like fan fiction has an inherent weirdness because you're creating an, an AU where you well, can achieve judgy. your desire. Well, I think there's a lot of fan fiction out there that's like really cool and like it's like, oh, I would love to see this story angle. But a ma- majority, I mean, not majority of it, a good amount of it is self-insert fan fiction, well, that's... which always has weird undertones. The good news is we will find some self-insert fan fiction for our <gasps> Enter of the Three Fandoms games. I have, a, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have okay. an idea. I have an idea. You stumble across three phones at the beginning of the game. Yes, it's three phones. And then it's about how they lost themselves in self-insert fan fiction so much so <laughs> so much so that they actually fell into the world that they are fanning about so you and can they either killed go, somebody you can either oh my god well i know i mean like literally like they went into the world of sherlock they went into the world oh, they of doctor who into it yeah they isekai'd <laughs> into it but it was like there was the clash of like what their fan fiction is and what the show is so it's like them in their own personal hellscape they lost a grasp on reality. I, I mean, like, they might have just fell into a whole new one. You know what I mean? I want to do this video game where you have three phones that you are investigating from uh-huh. different fandoms, and you're trying to find out what they did to make this fourth person disappear. Okay. So is it like the uh, Anime Crimes Division thing where, like, they are enacting murders from their select series? Like that, yes, but okay. horror. Like, I want to get to get deeply uncomfortable. The more you dig into these three phones, the more you realize that they lost a grasp on who they were in the real world, and the uh-huh. more they thought that they were just Doctor Who. I have a great idea. I have a great idea. Just, like, as an as an example. So, the person who fell in love with Doctor Who, I never watched Doctor Who, but Me I neither. did. Me neither. But I did Do you watch... want to try Supernatural instead? Well, no, no, no. I actually know one specific thing from Doctor Who, which is, like, one of my favorite horror things ever made. Um, you ever heard of the Weeping Angels? Mm-hmm. So, this person... Like the artist from Bioshock One covered these people in plaster and turned them into the Weeping Angels. So that's yes. how they kill people. They turn them into Weeping Angels, but they don't move. Obviously, this they is just, they are trying to recreate their army of Weeping Angels, and that's their story. <laughs> so then you have to like maybe I don't know like work your way through their phone and figure out where they are. I think that maybe what it is is like in the game because like I think that what's so deeply uncomfortable about these games where like you're digging through somebody's phone. Mm-hmm. Is that they're just uncanny enough that like the things that you see in those games could be realistic. Oh yeah. So maybe instead of you reading on somebody's phone that they've done this thing where they like plastered somebody, 
you see like their pictures and they're writing about how they would do it. It turns into a gross how-to video, basically, yeah. like a how-to series. Okay, I want to put a pin in this okay. horror game. Oh, I actually want to hear your supernatural thing because I know you were really into supernatural as a kid. So I think that as you read more about the supernatural person, uh-huh. I think that like one thing that like starts to turn into like a ha ha silly fun. I'm digging through a supernatural cl- fan's phone. Mm-hmm. You start to just find a bunch of news clippings that they've saved on their phone of different crimes, oh. like because like supernatural is all about the road trip, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that whoever it get, got like crazy uncomfortably into supernatural Mm -hmm. they get like really fixated on crimes that have happened through the u.s that they Uh like screenshot like articles about you know be really twisted and creepy Hmm. what if in their mind they are the long lost third brother of the supernatural yes and they think that like they're like super cool and super powerful they think they're 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 out to hunt real demons they think they're part of like heavenly Yes. So their mind is like, I need to defeat all evil or oh whatever. Oh my God. Like, like that. You open up one of their secret apps and it's just like a bunch of political or like a bunch of like religious ramblings mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sermons. Okay. I'm putting a pin <laughs> in this game because it's actually kind of interesting. Okay. I got another game for you then. Okay. <laughs> this one comes to us on Twitter from Fish Harlan at Fish Harlan. In light of the recent Mr. Peanut news, a Hitman style game where you assassinate brand mascots. Finally, we can be forever rid of the Honeycomb serial mascot. He's our boss in this game. He's probably the final boss because I do believe that he's an unkillable force. He's like, oh, so it could be like the opening level is like, come back to me when you're stronger. Yes. But he's like foaming at the fucking mouth, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually, wait, he just foams at the mouth, but he has subtitles on at all times of what he's saying. So then we need to think about like, who would be the easiest mascot to kill? I think the easiest mascot to kill would probably be one of the Fruity Pebble mascots, which are the Flintstones. Yeah, they're really easy. I mean, they're strong. They'd be a challenge, but like... You have to kill a child, basically. Well, dang it. That sucks now. It's just not good. (laughs) Damn. Um... I, mean, I could kill a caveman. You could you could kill a caveman? Also, that implies that you would be able to terminate Bam Bam, who does have super strength. And I think that that's something that we need to consider. Is it killing a child or killing a superhuman child? That's what Bam Bam is. Where's the line of when it's okay and when it's not okay? At what point is Bam Bam a monster and not a baby? <laughs> you know what would be a really cool twist, though, in this game? This that Mr. Peanut. I don't know if any of you guys have seen this. Oh yeah, Mr. Yet. Peanut's dead. Is Mr. that Mr. Peanut died? Is that something that we should be handling with a little bit more care? He is dead. I I don't know. I never cared much for Mr. Peanut. This is a real dead fictional man. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you haven't seen the um the actual caught on tape video of him dying, um their Peanut Mobile careens off of the cliff. So him, Wesley Snipes, and some other dude are hanging from a tree branch. Yes. It, Blade is actually really close friends with Mr. Peanut. <laughs> and Mr. Peanut lets go of the branch to sacrifice himself and then lands on the Peanut Mobile, which explodes in the flames. He makes a comeback. His death was faked for this game. Wait, why are we concerned about Mr. Peanut exploding in the flames? We just get roasted peanuts now. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Y'all, I or peanut brittle, or you get really good peanut brittle because it could get all cooked into a nice little toasty bar. That's how this ad campaign's going to end. I'm willing to bet some real dollars. Do you think that when this ad campaign comes to a close, is it uh-huh. that Mr. Peanut Company announces a new roasted peanut brand, 
Or do they announce a new peanut brittle? I, I have a theory for you. For theory crafting... Hey, guys, welcome to Spiritual Successor, the peanut theory crafting show. He's <laughs> An going advertisement to, he's theory go- crafting show. He's going to break open into two new mascots. Oh, So shit. the peanuts inside are going to be like baked nuts, and they'll be like young, hip kids or whatever. One's going to have their phone, and the other one's going to have a, 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 I don't know, a little flip camera. <laughs> Flip cameras aren't relevant anymore. <laughs> one of them's going to be a media influencer, yeah. and the other one's also going to be a media influencer. Okay, what, one's going to do peanut uh, peanut based makeup tutorials, and the other one does cooking shows. <laughs> yeah. Peanut based uh, cooking shows. You know what's horrifying about this is like that could be happening. Oh yeah, it most definitely will. They won't. He's been around for a hundred years. They're gonna turn it into something. Yeah, he's been around since 1917, 1916. <sighs> He's been around to watch my greatest moments. <laughs> Mr. Peanut is always watching. Mr. Peanut was there when I won the winning soccer goal in my Little League soccer team. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about Mr. this? Mr. Peanut was there when I sat on the bench in varsity football. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Peanut <laughs> was there for me at 2 a.m. when I was drunk as fuck in college and needed to put something in my tummy. It's a handful of almonds. <laughs> I did do a kiss a- just then, and I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> Here you go. Here's our story. Here's our story. So the the two peanuts, the two actual nuts that were in Mr. Peanut come to life and they're like, we need to get revenge. Yes. And it turns into this revenge story of like they find out the bomb that was underneath the peanut mobile was like it was all placed. It was all planned. It was planted there by the honey smack or the honeycombs goblin. <laughs> He's like, I no, I was thinking <laughs> it needs to be another peanut brand, like an opposing peanut. Like sort of thing, Are and there I don't, other peanut mascots. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could okay, so it could be. It like, was planted there by Mrs. Peanut. By Mrs. Peanut. Oh my god, and she wanted to like. She wanted, wanted to be her, the new. She wanted to be the new Miss Peanut. Yes, but she didn't know that Mr. Peanut was pregnant with two lovely twins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm into this. I'm into and this. now. So it like, becomes it becomes kids having to kill their own mom. It might get there, it's yeah. It's fucking dark, Well, dude. they're not really kids. They pop out as full-grown adult teenagers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They're peanuts. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're that generic, like, vlogger age. <laughs> AJ, you realize there are, like, a bunch of 30-year-old vloggers right now that are very popular. Yeah, but they're only, like, 30 from the neck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're you know brave. I mean? Like, Casey Neistat. He, he looks, dresses like a 16-year-old from the neck down. Yeah, but he, he does look like he's not he's an okay looking gentleman, oh, he's but he doesn't look like guy, a teenager. But he doesn't look like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying is like that's like the energy that the peanuts have. Like they are adults, but they just resonate teen vibes. Like David Dobrik's probably like what, 27 or something? Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, he's baby, probably. I'm probably <laughs> older than David Dobrik. I'm wicked not, I don't think. No. <laughs> okay, so it's they they find they wake up and they're like this was a this was a place they like they, among the scraps they find a cereal box <laughs> they find they find the gold they find a cereal box that had like a little bit of gunpowder or something in it yes so they're like and it's the you know what cereal box it is honeycombs honeycombs it's like these have been out of production for years they have not been unfortunate also they need to have really poshy accents because mr p Pe- i don't think mr peanut talked but he had a monocle and a top hat so yeah he's poshy as fuck. i think that they have accents from different places i think that one has like an english <laughs> accent and the other one has a french accent okay in- <laughs> they're just poshy peanuts yes <laughs> so okay so what abilities does hitman have that can translate to a peanut gun 
peanut gun. Yeah, have, uh, Diddy Kong has one. What? Diddy Kong has a peanut gun? He has a peanut gun? Yeah, they're like peanut pistols. Oh, I fucking love that, actually. Um, Donkey Man, Kong has I, a coconut. I cussed again. God damn it. Again. Shit. Stop cussing. Fuck. You can't do it, man. You can't do that. <laughs> so, peanut gun. Uh-huh. Peanut sniper rifle. Uh-huh. I mean, we could just give it, like, full weapons. Or, or. you know what their ultimate weapon is? Peanut allergy. <laughs> 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 one of them, oh, AJ, that's their secret thing. If one of them touches you, you suddenly have a peanut allergy. The I mean, other one can secrete peanut poison or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, so that's yes, So yes, you can go yes. to like the chef, right? And be like, you just, they stir around their peanut, fu- their peanut hand in, <laughs> into their thing. Or it's like, oh, I guess we're having peanut curry tonight, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that's how you can poison some of the, some of the people. Yes, it's a Hitman-based game where, like, you can run around, like, it is sandbox. There's, like, uh-huh. all these levels with all these different, like, things going on. It's yeah. a racetrack. It's a horse derby. Mm-hmm. It's it's a caveman's uh, house, basically. It's a caveman's house. It's mm-hmm. a McDonald's kitchen, actually. But the goal is to always term- – the target is always another mascot. And uh-huh. you have two peanuts that you control. If you could kill any mascot, who would it be, AJ? I know it, that's a loaded question. Oh, man. I mean, of course, the <laughs> It's a honey, loaded peanut gun question. The honeycombs mascot, because yeah. it's horrifying and horrid and would, bad and I shitty would, and bad and gross. I'd kill the apple, Applejack and Cinnamon ones. That's a good choice. Yeah. Can I kill the Arby's hat? The Arby's hat? Yeah, like, there's not a person there for me to kill, unfortunately. But uh-huh. I think... So I think that I just need to destroy something from that brand. <laughs> they have been oppressing you as a vegetarian for many years now. <laughs> Arby's has been... We a- have the meats. The real meats. Oh, fucking get off your high horse, Arby's. Arby's, Arby's has been attacking me, a vegetarian, for years. And I'm so glad that somebody finally said it. Yeah, like, shit, we went to an I'm old... I'm being oppressed. <laughs> we went to an old-school diner yesterday. And they're like, yeah, we have the Beyond Burger. I'm like, wow, this fucking hole-in-the-wall diner. Is, is moving further than Arby's. Carl's Juniors has a mock meat yeah, now. Yeah, the burger place, the bur- like the place known for burgers. But watch, I Ar- anyway. I want to kill Arby's. <laughs> um, Actually, no, they do have a mascot. Remember, we looked into it. It's the little ketchup girl, right? Oh, I'll kill that little ketchup girl too. <laughs> also, that's the official Arby's waifu because oh. Arby's is a lollycon company. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, I remember we I went I, through I bl- this before. I blocked that from my memory because it <laughs> scarred the shit out of me. <laughs> so is this then we gotta kill Pebbles and Bam Bam. We are gonna have to kill Pebbles and Bam Bam because they're a, that we're really gonna get on that serial up. tracking and then we're gonna kill the Tony the Tiger, who is in a zoo. Wait, that you know, will be exciting. You know what's actually weirder? Uh, the thing that makes it okay? We're playing kids. So it's okay for them to kill other kids. Yeah, that's fair. That tracks. You know, <laughs> Um, <laughs> shit, I like this game a lot, actually. You cussed again. Jesus. I'm sorry. Dang. Does Gee. that count as a cuss? No, no, no. Aw, uh, dang. I cussed again. I'm so sorry. Dang, I really like this. Aw, uh, beans, let's put a pin in it. Is it my turn now? Yes, it's your turn, buddy. <laughs> okay, this is just funny. There's not really a game suggestion here, but I, it's I love a little bit of a, of a conversation. Okay. Fish Harlan suggests from Twitter... At Fish Harlan, a Batman Beyond game, please. God, it's the best Batman, and I need more Batman Beyond content. <laughs> We're not getting any, sadly. Here's the thing. I mean, like, have you heard about the news about the new arc about or the new news about Batman Arkham? 
are they bringing Batman? Is it going to be Batman Beyond themed? So there was, I guess, a pre-order DLC that if you pre-ordered it from the right place, you got a Batman Beyond skin for Batman. Yeah. It was just like a red outfit. Oh, yeah. I've played with that. It's awesome. But they kept on saying, oh, this will be released to the public for other systems at a later date. Mm-hmm. So it's been five years. Yeah, and, and they more fought, Arkham games. <laughs> and they finally released the skin for that game. So everyone can go buy it now. Oh. Five years later. <laughs> you know what's wild to me? People are still playing that game? People went back to it because this game had like a, a DLC where you could get a new outfit. Holy crap. Dude, I actually, now that I think of it, I'm not a big fan of Batman. Just because mm-hmm. like there's, it's it's gotten to this point where it's too big of a thing to get into, I think. Because like if you the read. The Arkham series? Well, no. I mean, if you get into Batman. Like, like that means comics? you got you to read Detective Comics. You got to read Batman and Robin. You oh, yeah. Read DC the, has no fucking idea how to organize their comics. Yeah, it's crazy. But the Arkham I'm games sorry, are I'm sorry. I did another cast. Who gives a shit? It's a DC. <laughs> but like the Arkham games are like some of the best games I've ever They're played. They're so good. I think that you could get into just playing the Arkham games. Oh yeah, but you like, can get the vibe of it, but there's so but it alludes to so much more stuff like in the first game where they were talking about uh you can eventually meet the Mad Hatter. You never really meet him in the first game. Of course you you know in Arkham City you yeah, get you don't to know do who that. He is. Yeah, so it's like but they did do a good job at like adding little bits of info and stuff like that mm-hmm. that you can like read on them. But that only just made you want to like read the comics. Or I went through a lot of Wikipedia's yeah, playing that game. Yeah, I understand. But like, well, that's kind of like the same format the Spider-Man games going through. But hold on, wait. I need to talk about the fact that like, and just like digest and maybe crack some jokes at the fact that this idea of just like doing a palette swap for a five-year-old video game and then releasing that and being like, there it is. There's your Batman Beyond game. Mm-hmm. Has been robbed from you and I because they actually did it. <laughs> that's our brand. They're DC, a company that's been around for almost 100 years, is coming in on our fucking brand. What other five-year-old DLC can we just release for everybody now? There has to be Borderlands stuff out there, right? Or is it all of it available in the Handsome Jack collection? I think all of it's available in the Handsome Jack collection. Okay, because they, they know what's up. Actually... Osiris Wrath had a bunch of DLC that should just be free with the video game. Can I get that, please? You know what we could do? What? We can release more skins for all of the Gears guns from Gears War, uh, Gears 4 Judgment. Yes. So it's like, you know, like all those limited edition skins you can get for the guns. Oh, hell yeah. Shit? We just, we just like four, I don't know, it's been like four years since that game came out, right? Oh, easily. Um, we just released like a hundred skins for those <laughs> guns. skins for Gears of War Judgment. <laughs> this game is playable again, guys. Come check it out. <laughs> we didn't make any other adjustments to the game just more skin not this game blows (laughs) was that game really that bad it was only bad in comparison to the rest of the gears games that's fair and you're going through them right now yeah me and my roommate are going through all of them we're gonna set a judgment i'm so jealous dude like i actually so good you know wait 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 what do you have a joke what with gears just on this tangent do you see a joke down this tunnel down this gears tunnel i was just gonna say i grew up playing gears with my dad and it was like one of the, that's like, I think one of the reasons why I like playing shooters is because it's really, in a weird way, that gory game was really wholesome to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that aside, I'm going to give you a game. Give me a shooter game. Give you shooter? A, I. That's a good, like, hey, shooter, how you doing? Yeah, it is. It's but a good Actually, line. it's kind of like a little bit threatening, though. I don't have a shooting game. 
Uh, oh wait, actually no, oh. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. This one comes to us was, uh, comes to us from Max's Chemical Romance at Max underscore, a multiplayer asymmetrical looter shooter where one player sets up waves of enemies, imbuing each with a power that will become a pickup when the other players kill them. So, I like doing the shooter stuff. You like coming up with weird, crazy shit. Yes. So imagine we're playing a game like Destiny, where waves and waves are being generated by your opponent player. Mm-hmm. So it could be like, you know what would be really good for this? What? Use Doom. Like Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. So like one like, person plays the Doom Slayer. And the and- other person gets to like generate enemies. And they get to yep. generate different, like, I can make one of those big cock demons. That was the name of it. <laughs> that was the cock. It was Cockle Demon. It was Cock Demon. I fucking hate that so game. So I can make the Cock Demon and then say, oh, but the Cock Demon regenerates hell. You're cussing again. That's not a cuss, it's his call name. It, call, it, call it like a friendlier ad-friendly name. Ding Dong Demon. There we go. Thank you. I appreciate your cooperation. So the Ding Dong Demon, or, um, I'm going to give him- The Dingle reg- Demon, if you want to be short about Thank it. Thank you, the Dingle Demon. So the Dingle Demon has, he does kind of look like a Dingleberry, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the Dingleberry Demon has, oh I'm going to give him extra health, I'm going to give him two lasers, and I'm going to make it so that every 20 seconds the Dingle Demon is going to spawn a second Dingle Demon. So do, is it, here's, the, here's the thing. I want to figure out how- It's not a looter shooter. Like, what do you get from me creating the world's most powerful Dingle Demon? Well, if we look at it, um, if we try and- I'm so into Doom Eternal, the hype is so real. He has new weapons, so you could do a thing where like he gets the Archon Sword. Or he gets to pick up like an Archon axe that the uh, the Marauder carries. He gets a new Predator fucking missile thing on his back. He has that new knife gauntlet. So um, okay, but you want to go ahead and pick up steroids and get stronger. I like the idea of a game that is exactly like Doom and as fast as Doom, mm-hmm. except you also have way too much loot dropping and like you have to micromanage it's Borderlands level. It's Borderlands level of action. <gasps> there you with, go. Or Borderlands level of gameplay gear system with doom eternal level combat here you go and this is how we make it fun because this was going to be my question is be like okay how much time does the opposing player have to set up their wave the each in between games each player has a minute to manage uh, so the doom slayer will have a minute to manage inventory choose the upgrades that he wants over the keeping piles of weapons around him yes and the other player has a minute to prep their forces that they're going to send their way Yes, that's but, cool. But now what does the other... Oh, you know what would be really cool? Huh. The player that um, t- uh, t- built the wave can do it toy soldier style. They can take over any character they've s- they've set up. Wait a minute. Doesn't Doom have this gameplay style coming on the way? Yeah, but you don't get to create the waves. You, it's, it is a, it's a, an asymmetric shooter where one person plays the Demon Slayer and everybody else plays Demons. And you can choose which demon you want to play. You know what I'm also really interested in, though? To take a step away from the Doom angle. Uh Uh-huh. A looter shooter where you get to create the loot for somebody else. That's kind of fun. Could you imagine being able to, like, have, like, a whole list of menus in front of you and you get to decide what horribly jank-ass gear you're going to give to your friend? Yeah, you basically are like a game master. Yes. You know? Okay. I've always wanted Borderlands to give me a menu so that I can, like, do some upgrades with. And the Uh idea that I would be able to do that while messing with my friends would give me so much joy. 
every single one of my friends is getting that stupid sniper rifle with a barrel gun. Why? Uh uh-huh. It's I, stupid and funny to watch you pull the trigger a bunch while you're, you're trying to snipe. I like the I like one of my favorite animations is where you actually throw away the gun. Yes. Like it, what what brand does that? It's like it, it's a certain TDR. TDR you throw away the freaking yes, gun. My friends are always going to end up <laughs> like if I had the option, I'm going to give my friend a weapon that does like way too much damage but it has an ammo of one, Mm -hmm. and then you have to throw the gun away. Like you're on some Reaper from Overwatch (laughs) level (laughs) shenanigans. Okay, I like that. I like that. So I think it'd be kind of fun. I think I'd have more fun doing the melee weapons because each melee weapon would have varying things. Like you could, um, you can call it the Sword of Invisibility. So it's like like, um, Pendragon's sword where you can't see it, but... It's also not there. So they oh, just have yeah, a handle yeah. and they're like, I'm going to go in and slice these people up. And the moment you swing, it just goes through them. I think and it... I want to nerf on people like that. They're like, I'm going to defeat everything. It's like, oh, wait, this weapon actually is fucking useless. There's just a joy in making silly weapons in games uh-huh. that I wish that like there'd be a game where I could make silly weapons and force my friends to use them. Right? Well, like... this is the game. That's why we're making it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Let's put a pin in it. Wait. You have more? I have. Okay, wait. I I I want to put a pin in this, but I want to put one huge twist on it. Okay. There's three players. One player is like the dungeon owner. They're the, the person game that, master. They're the person that gets to like create monsters, play as the monster, give the hero a bunch of like hassle. One player is the hero. They're the one that's going through the dungeon and they're killing everything and mm-hmm. shooting stuff. The third player is the gear master, mm-hmm. and so like. It's a little bit roguelike. So the hero goes through, kills stuff that the dungeon master creates. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The gear comes back to the gear master. And they can just work on it. They and... get to look through the menus and create silly gear that the hero has to use. Oh, shit. And then the hero runs through with the silly gear that's built for them by somebody else. This is kind of like Crawl, but with like a bigger like emphasis on gear. Yes, and like bit. the and it gives a player the right to just like mess with gear that isn't the person using it, mm-hmm. which I think is really silly. And you know what would be a great way to do it? Um, you can do a thing to motivate people to not be assholes. Is the um, gear master and the hero swap places every room? Ooh, yeah. So it would be like you're going in. You beat this one level that the GM set up, uh-huh. and that means like they have had to give in a good loadout. So like you guys swap places. So you and I would swap places. Wait, and then that means I need to craft good gear for you that I got you can use. I got it. I got it. I got it. Go, 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 it's go. so easy. It's not another player. It's a stream feature. So the actual base oh my game, God. the actual base game, you get to take your gear back and you build your weapons and then uh-huh, you go through uh-huh, the run uh-huh. again. If you're streaming it, they it has like it a streamer you? version, kind of like Dud Cells had. Oh my God. And the chat gets to create the weapons for you. So if they want to screw you up and say, hey, check this out. You have a teeny tiny itty bitty sword. Good luck. <laughs> it's a little like, letter opener, Thanks, basically. chat. I hate you. Time to go. <laughs> But it could also uh, you could do a thing where it's like the worse a weapon they give you, the, the more, more points. Yeah, the more points you get or something. Yeah, it could be like there's a counterbalance. So like you can get nothing but shitty weapons, but there's still a chance at you surviving and thriving from it. I like this. I like this. You want to pitch me another game? I got one more. I think only one. I'm sure Only I can dig, one. We dig can, deep. We can, we'd also do some... I've got one more nug contender. Do you want some softballs? Give me some, give me a soft boy, yes. 
Cooking Papa, a meninist cooking simulator. This comes from X-Ray950 on Twitter, Philip K. I read this and I immediately got a flashback to, you know, like that that traditional stereotype of like men don't want to read maps and shit. Uh-huh. It's just like, I don't need a recipe. <laughs> I know how to cook souffle. <laughs> like just being, just it's nothing but that. And it's like a 10 second short done. <laughs> so a meninist cooking simulator, of course we have to fall back on like, the only manly way to cook is on a grill. So you're having... <laughs> But then you get like—is it propane and propane accessories, or is it it's cold? propane and you're gonna cook whatever you're gonna cook on propane? No, and it's got to be beef. It, it can't be any of that vegetarian meat. None shit. of that vegetarian shit. My favorite place to eat is Arby's. We have the meats, the real meat. I love my propane grill, and I love steak. And then someone's <laughs> going to come up to you and be like, um, sir, could I get soup? And he's like, oh, you want soup? And he just dumps the broth on the grill. It's, there you go. <laughs> he just, oh, my God. He's like, hold on. It's going to be a little bit chunky. And then he grabs some of, like, it's a coal grill. And so he but grabs some, like, propane. wet coal. Oh, and he puts it in a bowl, and he says, there you go. I'm a meninist. I love men's rights. I hate women. Oh, my God. <laughs> this game's terrible. <laughs> I actually have one for you. I have, like, kind of the opposite of that. Okay. Um, well, not just so much the opposite. I just think it's a very funny one. This one comes to us on Twitter from Robot Building Supervillain TM at Toxic Zero Bambi. Barbie. Eldritch Adventures. <laughs> they they encounter out. a meninist, and that's it's, it's an otherworldly being that cannot be understood or explained. <laughs> it's just sad. It makes sense because H.P. Lovecraft was a piece of shit sexist. He re- and a racist. <laughs> and a racist. So maybe the Barbie Eldritch Adventure is just Barbie. It's, <laughs> it's like, Hear me out. Wait. It's actually a combination between two other Bob Barbie IPs, which I'm 98% sure already exist. You, you could take a stab. I wouldn't know. Detective Barbie. Yeah, that exists. And... Karate Barbie. Yeah, probably. You play as Barbie, <laughs> infiltrating the Eldritch community fan base and people therein that like H.P. Lovecraft and all of that he brought to the horror community. He, she's invading the H.P. Lovecraft Society. It's a building in Los Angeles. And she's like, this is awesome. I sure do love spooky stories. And then someone's like, yeah, and I also hate women. <laughs> and then you karate chop him in the throat. <laughs> And the whole game <laughs> operates just, like this. It's, it's Barbie. Cthulhu racism. It's just Barbie in that mi- in that escape, attacking and beating the piss out of everybody just, that tries to defend Lovecraft. See, what's so funny about it is that the whole vibe of it will still be like, yeah, adventure. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's not like taken seriously. She's just like casually, literally killing just these racist pieces of shit. Maybe not killing, but definitely hospitalizing. <laughs> just the way, same way uh, Batman uh, hospitalized people in the Arkham games. Yeah. No, he straight up killed those fucking dudes. No, 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 no they're super alive. It's it's kind of like how like in the Yakuza games, Kiryu's never killed a man. He might have dropped a motorcycle on somebody and hit somebody with a sewer lid, but he's never killed a man. It's Holy that shit. energy. It's like a high octane action adventure game of Barbie being a detective and using her cool karate expert to beat the piss out of meninists and racists. I there was this one Wii game called I only I watched the game Grumps play. It's Barbie Adventure, uh-huh. and she's like she's basically Indiana Jones. Hell yeah! She so is. so 
the final like level is her infiltrating a Cthulhu temple yes. and getting relics and shit, and then at the end of the game, karate chopping Cthulhu right in his fucking <laughs> eye. <laughs> I got another silly one. It's just so dumb. Fuck. Moral of the story. Fuck H.P. Lovecraft. Cthulhu's kind of cool. Yes. Barabi. Bar- Barabi. Barbie kicks ass. Dear Lovecraft, thank you for expanding the horror genre. Yeah, coming. Fuck you. <laughs> Give me another silly one, please. What I also like about this game, though, is that we have three advent- like upgrade paths we can take with the Barbie adventure. Karate. You can expand in karate, detective, or Indiana Jones. Architecture. Or like our uh, history. Basically. History, yes. Or yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Depending on what path you take, depends. It dictates how you school Cthulhu at the end. Yes, and it also dictates how NPCs interact with you. If you've upgraded your karate path a lot, then you can intimidate people. <laughs> if you've upgraded your detective thing, then you can tell when people are lying to you. Or like, if they make a joke that you're like, mm, that seems a little yeah. bit distasteful. That's, that's not great. Then bro. you're like, aha, I got him. He's not stupid. He's, He's racist. racist. <laughs> He's and, not, then, and then everybody around him's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And then like the the fucking clan drops him, like or not the not the clan. That's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> Which the there cult. will be a whole oh arc where you beat the shit out of the KKK. I'm into this game, but also like, man, there's a lot to take here. <laughs> I love it. I love the idea of Barbie running you know, around actually, beating you know the what? piss out of horrible people. This is the people. same fucking energy as Wolfenstein. Sorry for cussing. This has the same energy as Wolfenstein. Yes. Because there will be those fuckers that are like, I don't get why we have to beat up Nazis. Nazis are people too. Like, no, Nazis are fucking disgusting people. They're not They're yes. not humans. And that why would you defend them at all? So it'll be like, people will be like, oh, H.P. Lovecraft was a, was a good person. He just was misinformed. Like, no, he was a piece of shit. No, he, he was not misinformed. He named his cat the thing that he named his cat. God, what was a it a cat fu- or a dog? It was a cat. It was like a fucking asshole. Oof. Yeah, seriously. Oof. So this game will have like like pro pro women, pro positivity, pro cool shit. Yes, it's all done with like smiles and rainbows. Like there's never a moment where Barbie has to like explain herself to any of these people. Like yeah, it is she just, just kicks their fucking is, like, face in or ra- schools them on history. Racist action, immediate punishment, <laughs> no discussion. <laughs> just like somebody in mid sentence of racism just clocks their teeth out. So this submission comes from Gazer at just Gazer. You've just uncovered the long-lost Fifth Element video game. Oh, no. A GoldenEye-like shooter for the PS1. Blake, what's the Fifth Element video game like? I... It's absolutely hella dated. <laughs> I think my least favorite part was the horrible first-person platforming where you had to jump car to car in the tutorial of all places. <laughs> Actually, if you if you look closely, it's in that same Switch release where it included Aladdin and Lion King. You, if you dig deep into the menus, you'll actually find the Fifth Element game. The, besides the point, this is actually just a review of that game. My least favorite part was all the dialogue options when you were playing the red-haired lady. Because all, it was all gibberish. <laughs> it was all gibberish. <laughs> they were like, I don't know how to solve this question. Please help me. And then her answer is always love at the end of it. Once you hit like halfway through the element. game, like it was always like one of the dialogue options on the bottom was always multi-pass. And it's like, <laughs> hey? How is this relevant for that one situation? It's it, totally worked. Yeah, it totally worked that one time, but I'm not going to say multi-pass at any other point in this fucking video game. 
shit. It was also really uncomfortable, though, to see how many gameplay mechanics were stolen from this game and just put into Mass Effect. <laughs> my, you know what my favorite part, though, was? It's, it doesn't show as well in the remaster, but if you play the original, like, Nintendo copy of it, they actually took the audio from the movie, but they didn't have enough dynamic range to play it on the chips of the NES. So it just sounds like, you know, like that that beautiful symphony song, opera song, mm-hmm. just sounds like complete shit. <laughs> it sounds like it was running through a, 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 a lawnmower. It was terrible. It was also weird that in the remaster, they went ahead and redid Bruce Willis and made him bald. Because <laughs> he wasn't bald originally. They wanted to make him more... More in line. They wanted him to look more like Bruce Willis now. Really, but you know, honestly, we can we can say how bad this game was, but was it worse than the Waterworld video game, <laughs> <laughs> where you had to stay hydrated by pe- peeing in a cup every four every four hours of the game? Four hours of gameplay, not one pet. <laughs> And all of the peripherals for those games, especially the P-Cup one. The P-Cup for the Waterworld game was a little bit in bad taste. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for my Nug Contender? (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing over P right now. Fuck, I don't know if I have something that's going to beat Barbie beating the piss out of H.P. Lovecraft. I'm, like, super into that, though. (laughs) All right. Here's um, another submission. XCOM. But you're a teacher with students. <laughs> Try to get your students to get good grades so the school district will give you a lovable salary. Bonus points if you get the skater kid to join the mathletes. Here's the one important and very big thing that I need to know about this video Are game. you talking about the 90% thing? No. Okay. I need to talk about branding. Uh-huh. Because here's the thing about XCOM. It's mission-based. You always have a goal. You got to figure out how you're going to get this, all these people to terminate all these enemies uh-huh. or how you're going to get your squad to the exit zone. You know what school-based thing also had to have missions where they had to get people to the right place at the right time? Otherwise, some kids would die forever. What? Magic school bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the... okay. This... I don't remember the teacher's name from the magic school bus. Mrs... Miss Frizzle. She's Miss not Frizzle. married. Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Hey, Miss Frizzle. <laughs> she does have a Netflix uh, new series up. So Shit, does she? I think, yeah, they re- they relaunched it, or they restarted it. Hell yeah. Yeah, you going to ask out Miss Frizzle? Well, you play really, Miss really, Frizzle. Really quickly. No, no, no. No, no, no. Really quickly, AJ. I want to know, what are your one-liners to pick up on Miss Frizzle? Because remember, she's smart, and I know that's not your strong suit, but... <laughs> I think that I'm going to... I think the best way for me to hit on Miss Frizzle. <laughs> hey, Frizzle, you want to get frizzy? I'd ask her if she wanted to go to like a museum. Oh, okay. What um, museum, though? Because that's very important. Yeah, because if I pick the wrong museum, she's going to take me along on one of her horribly terrifying adventures. You're like, I think let's go to the Museum of Death. How bad could that nope. be? Nope. Museum of Death is a real place in Los I Angeles. I know it's a real thing. And if you go to the Museum of Death with Miss Frizzle, she's going to be like, oh, check it out. They have a vial of just the bubonic plague. Let's go see what it's like in there. And then she's going to put like <laughs> grab me and we're going to shrink down into teeny tiny itty bitty. Oh, you can't see me anymore because I'm so microscopic. <laughs> and I'm going to go face to face with an actual bubonic plague virus. But see, you know what? The bubonic plague on a microscopic level looks it's just kind- rats. No, it kind of looks like... A Cthulhu monster. And you know who else is going to join you on your adventure? <laughs> the five kids that Miss Frizzle dragged to the Museum of Death. I, I was thinking it's going to just be Barbie on one of her fucking wild adventures. Beating, Barbie beats up the bubonic plague. <laughs> think of the think of the merchandising with that, though. 
The Miss Frizzle game or no, the Barbie bar- game? No, Barbie beats up the bubonic plague. Or Barbie fights the bubonic plague. I think that these are separate IPs. I think that the Barbie <laughs> company's not going to let us get Miss Frizzle involved. Uh, okay, there's conflict. Because, well, here's the thing. Interests. Barbie has all of her other friends. That's true. I, uh, Prince? Yeah, like Guy. A horse. And not Barbie 1 and not Barbie Ken. 2. Ken, she's friends with Ken. She is friends with Ken. Uh-huh. So... I'm really interested, though, in, like, an XCOM-style game with, like, all these, like, infotainment adventures. But uh-huh. if you lose a kid, you lose a kid. Like, Oof. that part of XCOM where, like, there's a... XCOM's, like, the tactics game where if you yeah. lose somebody in, in the level, they're dead forever. You That's don't get so to redo it. De- you really... lose all of your progress. I have always wanted to play XCOM. I know you tried playing it, but couldn't keep with it, right? No, it's a tough game, and I don't think I like tactics games that mm. much, unfortunately. Okay, okay. okay. But... So we're playing Miss Frizzle, you who's play guiding Ms. her Frizzle. group of kids that you can design all of the kids. Yes, you can design the kids. <laughs> and then you each can of name them the have kids. like different like you're taking a weird a weird influence here. It's kind of like are you smarter than a fifth grader the video game for the Wii? Because each kid had their own strong suit for <laughs> knowledge. So it could be yes. Miss Frizzle's like I want to I want to rely on this kid who knows history to handle this history problem. You don't know what the skater kid's really into, but you're going to like, I'm going to take a gamble and see if they can manage this. And it turns out they're really good at math. Yeah. Here's the- and that's how you get them on the math team. And also the the skater kid has a unique ability where his movement is twice as long as the other students because he has a skateboard. Oh, I, dude, I can't wait to see this kid popping Ollie on a black, on the black, this is the black plague or the, I think it's the same thing, right? What, the black top? N- no, the black plague and the bubonic plague were the same thing. Yes. Okay. Um, there's, of course, Sports Kid, and Sports Kid has the most health of all the students. He could take a beating. He can absolutely t- just take a beating. <laughs> this is a fun game. All right. Um, but then you have the Nerdy Kid. The uh-huh. Nerdy Kid is like, he has the most ammo on him, or whatever mm. resource we have for the combat in the game. He has the most school lunch brought with him. Yeah. So he's a, he's, he's their the medic. Health. He's yes, the medic yes, guy. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and I think that like if you can level the kids up, Mm-hmm. Their grades go up, and I think that that's how that's done. Oh, so but, like the more active they are on a mi- on a mission, the more they learn, and the more they level up at the end of the mission. Yes, and I think that here's the other thing about the mi- oh, here it is. Okay, when you w- go to level, you take the kids out, and like the every time you take the kids out, you're gaining experience for the kids. Uh huh. But you can only apply the experience to the kids and make them level up if they do a test. Uh huh. Uh huh. When you do a test, you, the player, are actually given multiple choice questions, and you, as the player, have to know shit. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I did a curse. You actually have to know things about the episode, like the like the topic. Like, if I want to level up the nerdy kid, mm-hmm. I have to ask him questions about history. So it's, so it's going to be like, it's oh, like when did the war in 1775 to... take place? It's uh-huh. like, ah, beans, 1776? You know, Dang it, no you know be could You know be could cool, be kind of cool? What? Is instead of like a, you know, like how like old like elementary classrooms, they would post their agenda on the week on like that. So it'd be like, hey, we're going to be doing this, this, and this during this. It's like you can see a week from now, you're going to be studying anatomy. So you know Miss Frizzle is going to bring you into a body or some shit. So now you, that's the thing you should study. So yes. then you can spend time like persona style. Like I'm, get, you have to like put aside time to get your character smarter. Mm-hmm. So maybe you do that. Well, you have to put aside real world time. It's not like the charity character, little Jerry, that's doing the test about oh. history. It's you, Blake Rea, playing the video game. 
the experience equates how many questions you get to ask or oh, you get shit. on the test. Okay. The more test answers you do right, the more you're going to level up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting. So you actually, does it turn into a trivia game outside yes, of? Yes, it turns into oh, a trivia really game rad. when you want to level up the characters. Mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. is timed, so you can't just have, like, um, uh, the answers pulled up on the side. Mm-hmm. And it could affect something like, say you're on a mission or something, right? You're going around the Jurassic World and you're studying dinosaurs and somebody gets uh, infected with an unknown poison. Uh-huh. You only find out that, you know, everybody's instant reaction is like, oh, put some Neosporin on it. But you, if, during your studies, you find out if you put Neosporin with this specific poison, it actually causes it to inflame and then they lose half of their health yes. instantly. And so, like, you can accidentally do bad if you're not studying, if you're enough. not, if you put the wrong student mm. to go help the mm. medical kit, or so the like medicine, so like our football player girl is like she needs to study that like uh, if the bubonic plague is not actually a physical thing, so if you try ramming it, you'll just go right through it. Yes, so that's the study that that sort of thing will inf- in. And I also like the idea of like because there are tests in game. I mm. think that after every turn, Miss Frizzle pops up on screen and gives you a little like factoid. <gasps> oh. I like that. That way, that way, you don't need to put in like real world time studying. You'll, uh-huh. you'll get a little bit through uh-huh. playing the video game. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, this is cool. I'm gonna give you. I want to give you a couple more lightning round stuff, okay. and then we jump into our nugget. Okay. That sounds fair. All right. This one comes to us from Trillobite on Reddit. Ba- <laughs> Phoenix White, base attorney, a hybrid detective rhythm game in an alternate universe where all trials are determined by sick base battles. Finally, another use for the the DS Guitar Hero peripheral. (laughs) (laughs) So it's basically just the base battle from Scott Pilgrim, but they're also like, I... I, dude, it's. I think it's. It's like a Phoenix Wright game, but it's uh-huh. from the perspective of the the music air guitar guy. Oh hell with yeah! With the blonde hair and the red jacket. I was also thinking it's just like it's Guitar Hero versus, but for you to state your case, you need to beat me in a quick bass lick. So like whoever plays the best bass lick can say their part of the case. I think. So if you're if you're no, I think I want it to just be like an Ace Attorney sequel, but the entire time you're in trial, you need to be playing sick bass licks <laughs> and keeping focus. And so it's, keeping it's a focus mem- on it's the a trial. Mem- it's a memory game as well as a rhythm arcade game. Yeah, because like I think that like when you go in for the trial, every trial is going to have a different baseline, and uh-huh. so like you'll reach a point when you're in the trial that you're like. Okay, this is day two of the trial. Uh-huh. I know the baseline to this. I don't need to worry about that because I learned that muscle memory in the game yesterday. It's uh-huh, uh-huh. blue, red, blue, blue, green. Uh-huh. Blue, red, blue, red, red, so green. So it's, it's like the it's like the um the it's the same note. It's the same basically riff, right? Yeah, From it'll like, always be the same riff so, for this trial. So, like so a, by the third so like day, Zelda's like a little whistle thing, right? Yeah, the ocarina kind so, of things. Yes, and so like and that'll just be for this trial. So you uh-huh. know this riff for this trial. You don't need to worry about it. Mm-hmm. But every time you throw in a piece of evidence, then it's gonna like shake it up a little bit, and oh. so you have to like press the buttons right that time. It'll so add that, an orange in there yeah. suddenly. Okay, and then it's gonna go back to the bass riff. And then by the end of the trial, it's a full blown song. So you're building the song with every as you go through the trial. Yes. yes. Every time you get Holy like shit, one of the evidence, rad. like accusations correct, it adds mm-hmm. a new layer. Mm-hmm. And then you unlock that song to listen to at the end of the trial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay. like, I love this idea that like, what what I think is so fascinating about it is though that like you're going to learn the muscle memory, and mm-hmm. it's going to reach that point where by the end of the trial, you know this song, you know this tune, you know this mm-hmm. jazz. Mm-hmm. The final, like jazz. the final boss is gonna be the final very, boss is you accusing a B of ba- murder. Barry B. Benson, the bassist. 
the very very the good. Ba- the B in Benson. The B and B stands for, for bassist. <laughs> very bassist Benson. Yes. All right. Do you have a lightning round thing, or do you think we're no? Ready give for me the another night? one. Uh, I think I I actually used all of mine. All right. So here's my problem. Uh huh. There's three I really like. I think actually there's go... two I really like. Uh, is it Barbie and? It's Barbie or XCOM with Miss Frizzle. I think Barbie is a much stronger game. Okay. Let's think about some of these mechanics. Uh huh. We know that we have a three-tree progression system. I think that it's going to go in that like semi-generic action route that like God of War took, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not. It's nothing new, but it's going to be like different combos will be in each tree. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you do the Indiana Jones route, you can do some ranged ranged attacks with the whip. Yeah, basically depending Karate on which one is all route the... you go, it influences how you beat the final boss. Which, you know, I was thinking about the final boss, mm-hmm. if, I, if I may. It's like Wizard of Oz, where it's the guy behind the curtain. And you know who the guy is behind the curtain? Yeah. It's H.P. Lovecraft, who's been hooked up to, like, this machine, like, Mr. House from Fallout. So he, like, okay. is, so he just has, like, a, a, a hologram version of Cthulhu that will fight you. Or if you d- leveled up your detective skills from to 100, you can actually discover that, hey, that's a hologram, and then you can just go beat the crap out of H.P. Lovecraft okay. himself. So we have three trees. Yeah. Or is this like, the, is it one story, but that's the secret ending if well, this, you have how everything about, how about leveled this, up How about enough? this? How about this? Because we have unlimited money to make this game, right? We do have unlimited money. Depending on which Barbie route- is fronting all of the money for this, <laughs> and they don't want like a bad, normal, like, licensed video game mm-hmm. they want they want an experimental adventure yeah that tackles racism and sexism mm-hmm. and, and all, <laughs> all this crazy yeah stuff. they're really so, into it so each route presents its own unique bosses so i think the routes are decided based on actual like choices you make in the game i don't think that they're attached to what progression you make okay how about because this then? I don't... How, about, how about this then how about this then the final there are three different final bosses that are all the same person yes so detective that means you're gonna fight mr house style hp lovecraft who has like robotic arms that can smash at you in a completely different fight okay the karate one is you're just taking on cthulhu yes architecture one is like maybe a giant puzzle game. not architecture sorry uh it yeah it is architect or indiana jones indiana, indiana J- jones is not an architect are you shitting me yes architects he are people that build houses no architecture it who's a person that studies like old buildings and temples and and artifacts. Um, it's not an architect. Isn't it an architect? No. I, 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 I was having this conversation the other day. Like, I'm trying to figure out what an architect. What Who's... is Indiana Jones' job? No, he studies ar- archaeology. Uh-huh. But that doesn't make him an architect. Oh, he's an archaeologist. Yeah. D- uh, I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we figured it out, though. So there's the archaeologist line. What What's uh-huh. the final boss if you're, you go down the archaeology line? Hear me out. Uh-huh. If you go down the archaeology line, you discover that there is, in fact, a way to time travel. Uh-huh. Barbie goes back in time. Oh, my God. <laughs> kicks is... HP Love's craft's dumb it's, butt. The, it's as satisfying in terms of punches. It's as satisfying as the ones in in Last of Us where you just, like, you you feel the fleshy hit when yes. he punches it's dumb just, ass in his face. It's heavy and it's weighty. And she's like, I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> Kabla! <laughs> she fast forwards in time. Um, Cthulhu doesn't exist at all. No. And she takes the cat with her, and that's the final image of the game. And she just, renames the cat. She renames the cat, and she's just sitting there petting it. You know what she calls it? Lovecraft 2. She calls it Prince. This is my cat, Prince. I like that. <laughs> 
or Ken, because Ken's nowhere to be seen in what this game. What are we calling this game? Is it Barbie's Horror Adventure? I, I think Eldridge, uh, Barbie's Eldridge Adventure, honor the original game idea. That is a really good name. I do like it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, huh? <laughs> Just Barbie's Eldridge Adventure, parentheses, fuck H.P. Lovecraft. Fuck H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. I that's think, a game. That's it, man. I'm. I love that game. Actually, <laughs> ready to go to patch notes? Yeah, I'm ready to go to patch notes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. Make sure to leave a review or a rating on iTunes. Those are very important for growth and charts. And with your guys' help, we might be able to get further than number twelve. And like, we're holy not, shit, we're not joking. Leave a review. Why are you leave being a so, review? Why please? are you being so demanding? Because here's the thing. I'm demanding because I'm desperate. Oh, you are you evaluating your self worth off? Of- I'm evaluating my entire self worth off of these <laughs> iTunes reviews. <laughs> and right now we've only got twenty two. You know how long I've been on this earth? Twenty three. Twenty three. <laughs> One for every year, except for this except year. Except for this year. <laughs> and I'm about to be twenty four, so I'm, that ratio is going to go down again. <laughs> He's just going to be self loathing for the next two years. <laughs> I need to get more reviews. Otherwise, I will think in my mind that I'm only worth a 22-year-old boy. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be like uh, Marty McFly's parents. You'll just slowly start fading away. <laughs> it's just you subsist off of reviews. I subsist off of reviews. I, I have a whole system. I only reward myself if I get a review. You only feed yourself. If I you only <laughs> eat if I have a review. It's so fucked up. The good news is it is based off of stars. So, get a five-star meal, get a four-star meal. Well, every star is a meal. So long as I get five, if you give us a five-star review, I get five meals. That's enough for a week if I eat once a day. No. Well, not on weekends. (laughs) So, if you'd want me to live and not starve to death, I am going to need that five-star review pretty please. Thank you. That's so dumb. All right, guys. Make sure to tune in this Thursday for our Barbie Kicks Ass art on Twitter, and thank you for listening. And of course, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game that is still not available in the U.S. Yeah. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor. And these are cool games that should not be... Get it? It's a karate chop. (laughs) (laughs) These are cool games that should not... Be made? That, nope. We well, fucked we, up, we fucked up our whole rhythm. Hold on, hold on. Bye, everybody. Nope, we bye, take bye, it from bye, the top. Bye, bye, bye. These are cool games. I already said goodbye. These are cool games. I already said goodbye. These are cool games. That These are cool games. That should not be made. Fuck you. <laughs> I cussed again. No. No. <laughs>